We are kindly sponsored by Sliderstock. They are a bespoke auction and e-commerce platform. So if you guys need them, hit them up at www.sliderstock.com. Welcome to Squadcast. Today we have Joe from Door West. Um, she's going to be giving us an insight into what she does and why it's so fabulous. Um, so introduce yourself, Joe. Just a little bit about Door West and maybe like how it came about. Okay. Hello, everyone. Um, right, so I'm Joe, and I am managing director of Door West. Um, but this also is my family business. Um, and I don't say that in a kind of loose term. It is a long-standing family business. So it was set off by and um, started by my grandfather in 1948. Um, and then my parents took it over, thinking, uh, get this right, in the 1960s, 1970s. And they um, really then focused on um, dogs particularly, because that was something we love. Um, and then I've been working here for... I did go and do other work. I haven't always been, although I was kind of raised as a Dorwest herb person. I did yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> it's kind of in the blood, but I did go and do something else. Um, and then I came back and I've been here about 17 years and I was technical manager because um, I come from a science background um, and now I'm overall managing director. And my husband joined us too. So he's operations manager as well. So Real family business. Love it. It is a real family business. Yeah, my mum still comes in and <laughs> a few days Aww. a week as well. Well, not at the moment, but normally she does. And yeah, so it's lovely. Brilliant. And so just explain uh, what your products are and because they can be used for such a wide range of conditions and, and illnesses and even just day to day. So, so, but just explain the basis of your products. Okay, yeah. So, um, with herbs, anyway, it is a little bit different because many herbs we're often talking about, they're kind of um, rather than sometimes specific for a condition, you're looking at um, the kind of properties of the herb. And those properties can be then applied to a few different conditions. So, for example, um, something that has is have some anti-inflammatory properties that can obviously be used for kind of any inflammatory type condition. So wide range um, of yeah. Yeah. So people are always a little bit confused by that because I think we kind of think about pharmaceuticals and you kind of that that thing, that product is for that one, whatever the condition is. But yeah. with ours, there is sometimes multi-uses, but we try to make it um as simple as as we can. So we do have um I think it's about 30-ish products. Um and some of those formulations are, like I said, my grandfather's. So they were put together in the like 1950s, 1960s. So, and we've got all the, it's amazing, That's a massive amazing. archive of all these different um, different products and the original formulations. And they were yeah. used for other animals and humans as well. Um, and it was quite kind of, um, yeah, it was quite quite a new well not a new thing because obviously herbal medicine is really old but for him to be putting together formulations and selling them for animals as well as humans in in that kind of era it's was quite yeah revolutionary I guess um yeah and, I can imagine yeah he was vegetarian as well I believe um which I, I'm actually not vegetarian yeah. but he uh, but that in that era was 
quite different and he used to grow a lot of herbs quite something he was he was ahead of the ahead of the trends a little bit yeah it's funny because when people come up to us sometimes now and say oh herbal company oh that's very trendy so you've just set up now because it's really herb and I'm like oh no we've been doing that for decades this is the this is the original medicine but yeah yeah. so our products um yeah they treat or treat or help um, a wide varying of conditions so um from joint joint support um skin digestive um but really for everyday chronic conditions that is when they're ideal so they're not a replacement for acute conditions so like it's not if you use herbal you don't go to the vet or anything like that it really is alongside yeah exactly it's not a religion you you can look at other things it's not just about um herbs but for those sort of conditions which um are kind of recurring they're just kind of something that bothers them like itchy skin is a classic one and the occasional yeah um occasional digestive upset like every few weeks my dog's you know just doesn't gurgly tummy perhaps emotions aren't quite right those sort of things herbal's got a brilliant place in that and just kind of maintaining and balancing the system as well so that's when we kind of recommend it a lot yeah I think you know people look at things like you've just said it's more preventative people look at things when it's almost kind of it's there but actually herbal stuff can be used day to day to prevent conditions and illnesses arising can't it um oh, we certainly yes. use it day to day so yeah I think that's the biggest change a biggest kind of move over the last you know, decade 10 years 20 years even um, yeah. but, but even with social media even more so now so people are just really thinking about and so, so I think we think about our health, our diet, and then we're kind of thinking I should take perhaps some supplements to keep myself healthy, whether that's vitamin D, vitamin D, zinc, or things like that. Think at the moment, yeah. or more or other ones. Um, and now we're kind of applying that to our animals. Um, and when you look at some of the amazing kind of photos of the bowls of food on Instagram, the supplements, and the people really thinking about keeping their putting inside their dog and yeah yeah. just keeping it balanced and just really making sure they've got a fresh kind of varied diet and as a preventative really to keep them as healthy as they can rather than this just let's just when a problem comes up we'll we'll we'll, uh, treat it but actually thinking deal with it then yeah like or like my breed you know if if you've got a breed that's perhaps a bit prone to um digestion or joint joint issues then why don't I try starting doing something a little bit earlier just to keep them kind of as healthy as I can? Because I know that likely an older yeah. age, they might struggle or working dogs or dogs that you're doing a lot of activities with, like agility. Yeah. People are kind of a bit more, but I want to give them some support uh, joints now rather than waiting until they come when it's too with late. arthritis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I agree with you. That's, that is, I'm so passionate about that, the fact that people are actually thinking about um, preventing things. Ahead, like yeah, things. definitely. Yeah. And you you mentioned it on um, the Insta Live that you did the other day, um, and it you can take you can tailor these things specific to your breeds, like you just said. Like I suffer with their back, so I would give them something that maybe would help prevent issues in the in the future. And I just think that if we can do that, then why not? You know, you can help them before it's even happened. I think it's brilliant that that we've got that at our hands you know that we can do that 
um yeah that bit of foresight I think about what could happen to our dogs I mean obviously we can't foresee everything but I think and also that thought um of making sure I mean I know there's always been this talk about getting into food too much like a balanced diet um but then also a balanced diet doesn't have to be the same thing every day you know it can it can vary it's happened the same way as we we do that don't we and that it's the kind of micronutrients in food and supplements which are benefit um all the little bits you don't think of rather than just protein and fats and things like that so yeah it really is and if it can give us a bit longer with um with our dogs then I think everyone's for that aren't they Absolutely, yeah. And we've kind of touched on it, but it's not necessarily um, kind of herbal versus pharmaceutical, is it? It's very much alongside one another, or and it's and it's not replacing anything. But just explain the benefits of herbal medicine that may help you, maybe kind of not. I I don't know that. Just yeah, the. The difference between them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's kind of going back, I suppose, originally, if we think about the fact that all modern pharmaceuticals, a lot of them were derived from natural ingredients. Um, If you think of, um, I think I've talked before a little bit about uh, white willow and aspirin. So aspirin is derived from white willow. Yeah. Valium, valerian, you know, there's so many keys into the name. So really herbal is the original. The difference with a pharmaceutical is that it, they are developed pretty much by taking out, so they analyse um, the ingredient, the herb or the root or whatever, and they identify the part that they feel is the active constituent. They take that out, then it's synthesised in the laboratory, so it's very standardised, which is great because you know exactly you're always getting the same um the same thing the dosage is right yeah. there's not the variability and that's the hard thing with herbals there's very huge huge variability in quality and that is the issue but looking at taking that one tiny like component if you like out of a herb um with herbalism we always make sure we use the entire herb so we try not to take one part out and the reason is that say there's about another 200 different components of that of that of that plant. Um, although they may not be the so-called active part, they feel in herbalism they have a balancing impact. Um, so we're looking at the holistic health. So sometimes the side effects you may get from giving almost like the pharmaceutical equivalent, you won't get in um, yeah. by giving the whole plant. So with aspirin. If you give aspirin, obviously there is some side, potential side effects with um, with stomach issues and the lining of the stomach. If you give white willow, um, you're you don't get those side effects. I'm not recommending anyone go and give white willows like that. Yeah. I just use the example across humans or um, animals. But yeah, so there's the other components in that herb are really important in a different way. So they think they balance the parts. So it's, and it's they thought serve to, a purpose to kind of counteract. That's it. That's yeah. yeah, they do. I have no idea. And I think that's it. People, um, and it, it makes sense from a science point of view. You know, take that really potent point, take that out, and if we could use that to develop this um, medicine, that's brilliant. But the thought is, yeah, there is definitely less side effects um, on 
herbals um, than pharmaceutical. That's not to say all herbals are safe at all. Natural products are not yeah. all safe. It's really not, um, it's not that, it's not, I think natural isn't always good. Um, but there is that more of a balancing effect. So um, brilliant to be used along, they can be used alongside pharmaceuticals. And for me, sometimes, like I say about chronic conditions, so like there's everyday kind of niggling, so common is arthritis or something like that. Um, you're at the point where your dog has got the stiff, um, stiffness, a bit of arthritis. You can, before you get to the point where you want to put them on a pharmaceutical, such as um, an NSA, you can actually um, be using a herbal at that point, which will give them that ease of movement um, before you get to the point where you have to start a pharmaceutical, which is obviously better because pharmaceuticals have a little bit more impact on um, the body's processes. So, so that is... Um, that's kind of the yeah the main difference but like I was saying about the quality the qual the, that is why when yeah, you look how, at how do you mo how in the herbal world how is the quality monitored is it because obviously within pharmaceuticals it's very much research science mm. like laboratory testing and all sorts I can imagine but but with herbal medicine how does that work yeah. how can you it's very unregulated. I mean, that's the issue, really. Um, it's quite unregulated, and the quality of herbs is everything. Um, uh, I was talking about so often use that analogy of um, olive oil. You can have like your first pressing of olive oil. It has all the nutrients in it, and the virgin olive oil, and you can get your really cheap olive oil, which is kind of last pressing with not much left in it. And that's yeah. how I often use that when I'm talking about evening primrose oil or. Um, We've got uh, flaxseed, borage seed oil and things like that. Um, but it isn't very well regulated. Um, and it is really then looking to looking for a company that you feel are doing everything they say they are doing. Um, and quality is their kind of priority. And yeah. I think with long-standing companies, with us all and the other kind of long-standing company. They've normally stood the test of time in the fact that customers wouldn't keep buying their products if they weren't helping them. Um, and the reason those products are helping them is because the quality is good. It's good. Uh, yeah. um, and you think about herbs in the hedgerows and or on the side of roads, they can be contaminated. There's also a huge amount of herbs that are really similar to each other. And, um, and we've had to... We, one of our ingredients, it can be really easily adulterated, you know, and we make sure that suppliers doing field checks at, and looking at different aspects of um, the analysis to make sure it is, it is the herb it is. But um, And I know that when herbs reach huge popularity suddenly, and not necessarily animal medicine, not human medicine, so you do, they do people do often do these random um checks and there is a huge amount that are adulterated with things as well yeah that sort of not so great it's hard thing um, i think it's really really hard for the consumer um and that's why i'd kind of always say just look at the company um despite kind of i think with online sales platforms like um multi-selling stores then clever marketing can sometimes make you think oh perhaps i'll go down that road and buy them but i would always if you're looking on a someone like Amazon, I would always look at the visa, like look at that company elsewhere and just make sure they are um definitely you know a bit about them and things like that. So so we always use um we never use herbs that have already been extracted from we um 
we obviously use medicinal quality herbs um, wherever we can. We would use culinary ones um, and we often use standardised extracts as well. And we're looking for traceability from field to end use and the processing and things like that. And with herbs, we're looking for herbs. We don't want them to be sat around in uh, damp warehouses and things like that yeah. and potentially things running over them. And you've got to be... Um, yeah, there's so many different aspects of looking uh, at the quality yeah. of herbs and, and, you know, yeah. So it is a bit of a minefield, um, but there's some excellent companies, obviously, out there that do do them. But yeah. the same as anything, really, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, so as you mentioned, quite your products cover a massive range of conditions and different things to treat. But what are the most common conditions that, that you come across, particularly in Daxons? Right. Um, I would say the most common, yeah, so IBDD support, um, people just being concerned about potentially happening or any support that um, we can offer. Um, so that's one of the most common ones. Digestive issues, um, which are quite common across a lot of breeds. I did speak to their customer service team and our advisors and said, right, uh, these are what their top list of was the IBDZ support digestive and skin. Um, we have we have got a resident um, mini smooth in the office, Molly, the Daxons, who are the customer service managers. Um, so, and she does suffer with slightly. Um, I don't I don't get it in my dog, so always, it always makes me laugh. But she gets quite smelly pits <laughs> and yeah. and cheese, cheesy feet a little bit as well, and things like yeah. that. Um, so they recommend a lot of uh, our Nutrijog, which is our kind of, um, it's, it's quite good. So like a bit of a tick detox and it neutralizes nifts and things like that, chlorophyllin in it. So it helps remove a lot of those odors. We, we use that, um, we use that for Ivy. Um, she gets kind of like really smelly armpits and we actually, um, put it down to chicken. So when she does have chicken, she just gets like it's almost like a a yeasty kind of smell. Yeasty. It's not very pleasant. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and we because we obviously try and avoid chicken, but um, as soon as we we notice that she's managed to get some, uh, <laughs> she gets a, she gets put back on Nutridog, which it it's amazing. It clears it up really well. Yeah, it's it's um Becky, our customer service manager, was saying. In fact, I think she'd run out or something, and so Molly hadn't had any for. A week and should I really have noticed that you know she's a bit smelly again and she's had a food change and actually same as you she was a bit yeasty on the other food she's changed it and actually she's a bit better anyway but Nutridog really can help with that and um she uses skin balms as well for she gets a bit sore under that area or in you know in between legs and all that sort of thing as well yeah so probably that and um some anxiety type um issues which are so common across every breed I think at the um well I mean not yeah, seeing the at the moment. the moment as well yeah I mean they always are but at the moment we are seeing um a little bit more and I think as lockdowns lift and people are then going out more we're going to see a bit more especially from the huge amount of new puppies that are yeah. obviously now not really used to being left alone much despite people's best efforts it's really hard to leave them alone because no one's going out yeah. much so it's, it's almost impossible to do what you would normally do with a puppy so so there is going to be a 
bit of that. And it's perhaps not even like severe anxiety, perhaps if um, sometimes with those sort of situations, it's just something to relax them a little bit. So when you're introducing them to these kind of new situations like travelling, which is, again, something not many dogs are doing for very far, like going in the boots of cars or um, meeting more people, because I think all of our dogs have become a little bit more barky when people are coming or yeah. a little bit unsure <laughs> for themselves. <laughs> Especially the youngsters. I mean, the old ones are okay, but the youngsters, it's a long time in their little lives, isn't it? Um, it is, yeah. Think about it. My 18-month-old, she's, yeah, I think first lockdown was obviously when she was only six months, so she's had a, quite a long time of her life now with not... In, <laughs> not, in lockdown. <laughs> in lockdown, not doing much. Yeah, I feel sorry for dogs, really. Yeah. I know. Um amazing and can, what are the best products um to treat these conditions um and the kind of best-selling ones okay that you found? right okay um right digestive and I'm, I'm gonna go down that route a little bit because I know um this is lots of people's favorite products of ours and that's yeah. our tree barks powder um which is a lot of people recommend other people onto it. It's a real recommendation. Every time, <laughs> yeah, it's the best stuff. And we're always getting um, tagged in it. Like, this has saved my life today because um, it's used to really soothe the digestive system. It is a powder. It's just slippery elm and white poplar bark and a, in a weirdly fluffy kind of, kind of biscuity smelling powder. And it just... Um, soothes the digestion, slows everything down, firms up the motions a little bit, but not in a really gentle way. So it's not like a clay, um, helps them tolerate food better. Um, so those sort of dogs, every few weeks, they are having a bit of a digestive upset or those a bit prone to acidy tummies or for weaning pups or for convalescing. Um, so after they've had an op, you know, and they give you kind of the tinned kind of weird sticky food or something like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't think I can even eat this. No, it. <laughs> but I would always like put some um, tree bats into like scrambled eggs and things like that. Um, we had a friend of ours who um, wrote to me the other day, messaged us and said, oh, Harriet, we're really, really struggling with um, they have two vaccines and they said we're really struggling they, they've got a really funny tummy they're not right um, it, it's it's just it's been going on for two days now and it's they're, they're just not themselves at all and I said the only thing I would ever recommend is the tree bark powder from Door West so they got it and I, I think it came the next day or, or certainly the day after it was really quick and they were like how have we never used this before um, so they were they were so pleased and I absolutely recommend it to anyone with any kind of problem like that so definitely oh, my top top product that's great and I think it's it's so good as well because it's a quick acting product so with herbals we are like for joint skins we always say at least four months uh, four months so four weeks at least a month <laughs> or four weeks <laughs> um really sometimes just always a really good improvement um but with the tree barks, it is a more um, immediate action. And actually, it really is, some, yeah. yeah, it is like that next meal, it's um, you'll see improvement from then. And I, if you ever put it into some water, uh, like a teaspoon, you'll see what happens. It turns into like a blancmange. It's, uh, it's called mu- mucilaginous yes. uh, herb. It's um, so it's got 
yeah it's it's weird almost really clever yeah nature's amazing it is really amazing so um yeah so that's a great one the other one um when we talk about anxiety or um excitedness or nervousness or any of those sort of behavioral would be the skullcap and valerian tablets um which are one of our top sellers um so many so many uses for so many things some dogs yeah, we love it every day for and will be because they've had a traumatic rescue dogs or they're just a very nervous disposition and they need that just to help them feel a bit more comfortable in surroundings or dogs um just used it for certain periods um or like youngsters I use it for training because it helps them just because <laughs> they're so happy to be there which is great because you want them to be happy but also they struggle to focus a little bit so actually if you want them just to kind of be a bit more focused yeah. you can just get them down to that nice level and that's used a lot in showing definitely and, um gun dog trials and all, everything so it doesn't um and that when people say oh I'm worried is it going to knock them out it's like no it's used in so many comp- competitive yeah. environments as well so it's great in agility and things like that so yeah we um we had apple was quite reactive on the lead and she had a first season at the start of just before the first lockdown and i think that kind of sent her a bit funny um but then she started becoming reactive on the lead um so we actually got recommended it by our behaviorist and she said if you use it alongside um the training that we give you you will see wonders and it really was true we did some training prior to getting it um and it was good it was it was fine um but the skull cap and blown really you could it, it, it almost kind of chilled her out enough to just be able to concentrate but I think it wouldn't it didn't change her personality or anything it it just mm allowed her to kind of take in the information without being so on edge and a fear clouding their kind of perception of things almost isn't it it just kind of allows yeah and then and it's interesting in those sort of situations and then sometimes the dogs because they feel more comfortable and like actually this is okay you know I don't know I don't need to feel that scared because I feel quite cool I feel quite relaxed yeah and um and once that's repeated a certain number of times it also becomes like an ingrained memory for them so there's no need for me to feel this fear every time I have to go to wherever you're completely right alongside behavioral work so people sometimes think like a a pill overnight one skull and flaring will cure them or travel anxiety or fear or aggression and it's like it's not quite like that in the same way as it wouldn't help us overnight with anxiety one pill it is a, a bit more the whole approach so and so many brilliant behaviorists and dog trainers out there now and um using those products um using skullcap and valerian or even sometimes the valerian compound which is a like liquid version yeah it doesn't have as much coverage the valerian compound um it's good for kind of quick quick acting if a thunderstorm goes off or something like that (laughs) um but using it alongside is brilliant and i'm so glad that um helped helped uh, your situations yeah Definitely. hormones say it's always <laughs> i think <laughs> hormone dogs after so many times um customers come with little issues and then with their uh, bitches and it's like have she had a season or is she about to come into season yeah i can always yes, tell yes. With, specifically with ivy 
she gets super feisty, really jealous, really defensive. Oh, and yeah. um, So we use it for that as well now, actually. Um, and she often has phantom pregnancies as well. Oh, um, nice. And I got in touch with you guys last time about that. Um, and you sent us some fab stuff. So we use, we use that as oh, well. Oh, raspberry, raspberry leaf. Yeah, leaf, yeah. So many uh, dogs, um, fan, our phantom pregnancy blog is one of our most read ones, actually, um, on our oh, website. Really? Amazing. And they, yeah, so many um, with false pregnancies. Um, the key with that is consistency, which is, which is hard because raspberry leaf, you should really give from the first day of season and then on to effectively 12 weeks, which would be when they whelped if they had been mated if you like yeah, yeah. um nine weeks plus kind of couple of weeks um but of course the first time your dog has a phantom you you don't know that's going to happen so you wouldn't have started so it's a, it's a hard one but i would say next season it'll always yeah. be consistent but um it, uh, there will be some benefits from using it later on but really yeah you have to go and once they've had a phantom it just happens every season it happens, I, I don't, yeah it does. Oh, gets worse as well i've done one of mine that used to get very Kind of bloated up and um and sad they just get a bit sad oh, as well awful, it's awful, awful. Yeah. yeah and even to the extreme when they start carrying around you know toys or nuzzling toys and it's quite distressing really it's uh yeah but raspberry leaf is great great one for that yeah it's fab um and um we so we talked a bit about um specific conditions and things that that you can use to treat but but yeah. what about every day what about the preventative just just generally keeping your dog in in good condition um nice coat nice skin um what's your kind of top three every day <laughs> right so um i'll tell you what i give my dog mind you that that would yeah. be very sensitive because they probably are <laughs> my door west cupboard is extensive as you would imagine I can imagine yeah <laughs> um so all mine every day get they get garlic and fenugreek tablets um which are one of our original formulations so 60 years of use behind them um they are licensed to prevent minor infections um so they're good for the immune system garlic also seems to create an environment which parasites really don't like very much either so that's another another benefit um and my older ones get a higher dose because one that's got a bit of arthritis and things so a higher dose of that so they get garlic and fenugreek every day and that this is from eight weeks old as well all the way through their life so from really young um keepers mixes are um our kind of main everyday herbal health supplement um i took loads of that one (laughs) keepers mix it's um it's quite her it's quite herby obviously but it really smells really herby Um, yeah (laughs) it's quite strong um it's got eight different herbs and each one is put together it was put together by kennel man actually when they wanted the best out of their dogs when they're putting them through working you know in a working environment so to keep them in condition over the winter particularly when they're kind of they drain more on the body so each herb in there is for different parts of the body um so it's got I always put myself on the spot I have to name them all (laughs) it's got 20% kelp seaweed which has all your lovely um it's so rich kelp seaweed it's got all vitamins and minerals in it it's got um celery seed alfalfa um what else has it got uh cleavers which is like your sticky weed and that's an excellent kind of um cleanser actually it's got uh wild yam in it as well um psyllium husks i think there's one more i've forgotten yeah so and 
So it's just a really nutritious supplement. It's got all those, you know, talking about like micronutrients. And essential goodness. Yeah, yeah exactly. and it's got the fibres, it's got chlorophyll, it's got everything in it. So I, I use that every day. Um, sometimes I use Easy Green instead, which is our party spinach and watercress, um, particularly in the summer because that's quite cooling her. So it's really good okay. um, in those hotter months. Or if I forget to, sometimes I give them some veg and it's because that's powdered spinach. It's um, it's lovely, it's bright, bright green. And I like I like giving it, you know, a bit of that, yeah. a lot of greenery outside. Um, and then my other one is, this is what I give them all. And then I have specifics, obviously, for each dog. But, for each, um, yeah. <laughs> each one um, is our Amiga Star, which is our plant-based um, Amiga supplement. So rich in okay. 3, 6. We've not tried this one yet. I mean, uh, so... Yeah. I mean, it, it just produces the most, it's perfect for Daxies actually, because it produces the most beautiful coats. It's um, it really, on my whippets, when I tested it and I was like, will it make much difference? Because they've got good coats, you know, and make sure they're really lovely condition. And then after a few weeks and I kind of groomed them and I, the older coat came out and I get this new coat through was so much more lustrous. Um, it's a great coat and also really improves the skin barrier. So the skin is a barrier for the body uh, and yeah. and it has to retain moisture, the skin. Now, when the skin barrier is it, not so good, then that's when you start getting infections. Skin. Yeah. And then, yeah, infections more likely to get things going through the skin because it can't protect the body as well. Um, allergens on the skin can get into and things like that. So it really improves that skin moisture barrier as well. Um, so omega threes and sixes are great. I mean, Fish oils are better for um, more joints and eyes, but the plant-based ones, so this is flax, borage, blackcurrant seed oil, um, and grown in the UK as well, so it's amazing. Um, it's, it's just brilliant for skin and coat, really. Um, and so I give that every day because I've got short breed coat um, and it, it's ideal for them. And definitely don't get any scurfy, dandruffy, dandruffy skin or anything like that it's got a shorter expiry date on it that one though and it's in a special bottle which actually has got an oxygen barrier in it so it's um, oh right it's, yeah it's in, inbuilt it's it's a special um thing so it stops it going rancid as quickly because because they haven't because they're very natural oils and they haven't got any preservatives in them so they will go off so it's um, oh, okay it yeah. helps reduce that so i think it has to be used within six six months or something yeah, oh, you get so, through it. Yeah, so that that's my kind of um my every my everyday ones. That's how I recommend to people and people they're more feeding. And say, what should, what should I give? That's where I always start. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and and like you said, you you kind of tailor it to each dog, don't you? So yeah. if you find that one's got particularly bad skin, add Nutridog or something. You know, you can just yeah. tailor it and and work it around what each dog needs and then as soon as mine becomes about middle age middle age as six is seven for with it um i always add in a glucosamine and more joint support at that point because they wouldn't necessarily have had like any joint issues but talking about preventative they run every day um obviously quite um yeah athletic breeds so i i I always start that and then my dear old 14 year old she gets a turmeric <laughs> milk thistle for her liver um she gets a bit of, she gets most things i think but to be fair she walks every day still and she's active i was gonna say she's, so. in, she's in very good 
Yeah. Nick, isn't she? So doesn't like the cold in the vein, of course, but um, I don't blame her for that. So that's the only time she won't walk. <laughs> um, amazing. Um, so we also have had a few questions from Instagram from our followers. Um, a lot of these actually, I'm I'm quite interested to hear about <laughs> as well. So, okay. Um, number one, well, I know the answer to this one. I think, um, but. When would you start to, you've already kind of touched on it, but when would you introduce Door West products into a dog's diet? Yeah, so everything's from eight weeks of age, um, apart from tree bark's powder, which I talked about earlier, and um, that you can use from weaning. So that's the one from earlier. But I actually, when I've had um, occasionally had a litter of puppies, um, I'll, I'll start introducing a tiny sprinkle of keepers mix and a garlic and then be kind of crushed up and sprinkled between a whole litter from like... Litter, uh, yeah. From six, seven weeks. Well, we eight weeks we actually used the um, tree bark powder in our litters, you know, because when they're weaning, it must be so tricky for them. And, and it'll be the same in humans. I know far more about dogs than... <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, with you know they, their diet changes so drastically doesn't it from yeah milk milk to 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 food and different flavors and sometimes they you know when they are weaning at three four or five weeks whenever you choose to do it they do sometimes get a poorly tummy and and the tree bark yeah. powder is absolutely brilliant and yeah. like you said it's instant as well pretty much you know it's quite quick acting one um, That's it. So it just sorts yeah. them out. It's excellent. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's ideal for that age. And also, they're obviously puppies as well. They start to pick things up off the floor, which they shouldn't have. Yeah. And so you are always going to get those odd upset tummies from that as well. But it just helps tolerate because it kind of almost forms that lining on the digestive tract. So it just helps them tolerate everything. And of course, young animals, their guts aren't um, fully developed. They're still developing, aren't they? So they are going to like this leaky gut syndrome, which is how allergies develop. Um, So it really helps because it almost layers um, like all the way down. It really helps, helps kind of prevent any ongoing issues with that. In fact, it's funny if you look at Slippery Elm and things online, there's, oh, you know, people say, I remember my grandma used to make me have some of that if I went out drinking alcohol in the evening, like for humans oh, really? and things like that, because it lines the stomach, you know, because it really was, quite often people say, oh, I remember being given that as a child, like older generations, but it's kind of wow. it's fallen out of favour um, in our younger generations. But yeah, the, there is great use of it in humans as well. It is a really, really Amazing. clever. Amazing. Oh, I'm actually trying to Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we talked, there was a question about um, what to give a phantom pregnancy, bitching oh, season, okay. um, but we did touch on it, but just explain a little bit more about that and, and when you should start giving it. Yes, so raspberry leaf tablets, um, are they are licensed um, to help in pseudo phantom pregnancies to help reduce some of the symptoms. So they won't necessarily stop it completely, but they help um, reduce some of the um, symptoms. So it is really important to give that from day one um, of the season. So first sign of colour and you continue right through until it's 12 weeks. So it's when they would have whelped if they would have been um, pregnant. And it is really important to continue right through. um, And that just seems to have um, 
need to run my job then. <laughs> that seems to um, have a um, the action. Yeah, it just reduces the symptoms. So with my um, one of mine, she just gets a bit bloated or her teeth get enlarged, um, which on a whippet's really noticeable. You perhaps wouldn't notice it on some other breeds. Um, and same way as on um, Dax is the same, really. You'd really, really, same, notice, yeah. really notice that. Um, and it just... She doesn't guess it when she used raspberry leaf, but it is, is that consistency. Um, there's also some homeopathics we do. So we are more herbalists than homeopathics. Um, homeopathics works in a completely different way to herbalism. However, um, there are some that can really help um, if they've got um, some excess milk um, and things like that as well. So if you haven't, if it's their first phantom and it's quite bad and there is excess milk um or other phantom um, symptoms you there is a couple of homeopathics that can help alleviate a few of those as well which can be handy to support support her through it until they're back to normal problem is they're having seasons every six months it feels like a never-ending cycle to be honest when you, when you get the normal yeah. normal dog um outside of all those hormone surges and the yeah, issues hard, as yeah. well so and skull cup and valerian can be given a course as well if they're um feeling they're pacing anxious upset bit, yeah anxious, as well just yeah. to chill them out a little bit as well amazing thank you um and uh someone asking about the skull cup and valerian just they say they use it all the time um oh. but they just want to know um a little bit of the science behind it um so yeah how does it work oh so um so skullcap and valerian has actually got four herbs in it not just skullcap and valerian so oh, it's got okay. skullcap valerian um mistletoe and vervain um they are nervines so they actually relax the nervous system, system. um rather than sedatives in the true sense of the word so they're not when you give it they're just not going to make them sleepy and valerian is listed some places as a sedative um but the the quantities in it are balanced really well so you're not really you don't get that sedative effect um and then mistletoe is a really interesting one so it's not the berries which are poisonous as people kind of worry mistletoe is a lot in um europe particularly um in humans as well for lowering um, blood pressure slightly. So it's a brilliant... Oh, okay. um, some European countries are much more open to herb, herbals instead of going down pharmaceutical um, route in um, yeah for humans. So doctors prescribe that. Yeah. So something like mistletoe quite a lot. So it just alleviates that high pressure, blood pressure and relaxes them down. Um, but of course, anything with the nervous system. And if you have fear and you have that increase in... Um, those chemicals that fear triggers got to remember that so sometimes people see fireworks fireworks start going off and the dog's really really scared and then they'll start giving stuff and flow got to remember that those chemicals and things take quite a long time to reduce within the body in fact people but some behaviors i was talking to said about a week two weeks um for those to come back down so that's why it's really often we talk about using skull confirming before things get so bad or they reach that peak obviously it will take longer to take effect yeah but they are a nervine so they really relax um um the nervous system if you like so make it slightly less Perfect, action yeah. response so yes. hope that's a little bit yeah. more info amazing thank you very much um another question 
which I, I'm quite interested in, is travel sickness. Do you have anything um, that anyone can use if their dog suffers with travel sickness? Oh, yeah, so travel sickness. Uh, travel sickness is a bit of a funny one as well because there's almost two types of travel sickness. There's the anxiety-based travel sickness. So they're really scared of the car. They want to go in the car. They know the minute you touch your keys, oh, I'm, <laughs> this is going to be a car trip. I'm freaking out. Um, so obviously we are looking at that. At uh, There is that ingrained fear of that, that event. Um, and so we are thinking behavioural, um, you've got to put some behavioural work in to obviously make that car a place where they're happier. Um, you know, and I'm sure you've heard about you know, sitting in the bin, giving the treats in car, um, doing little journeys or not even doing journeys. In some cases, they're so bad, they won't even sat. Just getting it, car, you know, go near like, it. Mm. Yeah, so so Skullcup and Valerian is ideal in those sort of anxious. Um, and sometimes they're just a bit anxious. Once they're in the car, they're starting to panting. And then they will be sick because they've wound themselves up into so such a frenzy. They'll be sick. So, so skull and blowing is ideal, um, again, to relieve the anxiety. So we'd, I'd probably be saying a dose. Um, so if you're traveling one day, and not the night before and in the morning. So you kind of get two doses before you're traveling yeah. to, to get the best. I mean, if you were suddenly going down the road, you just could give one dose. Um, but really, if you've got a proper issue. Um, yeah. But for young dogs particularly it often isn't anxiety it's often actual proper motion sickness like, the it's movement, yeah. like it's literally the movement you know and you go a bit green and that sort of thing <laughs> um and so for those I actually would some recommend I we do a digestive supplement which is a tablet and that's got um it's got a tiny bit of valerian in it for kind of just settling the tummy but it's got ginger in it and um, rhubarb and peppermint. So those are all those traditional... Sounds delicious. Tummy. Yeah, yeah, it does actually have a little bit of rhubarb. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is one of those tummy settlers. So it really does. Um, it's, it's used a lot for like windy, gurgly tummies. It's literally, um, yeah, just settles down. And would summer. you use that kind of as part of their everyday routine or would you just kind of look to it? give it when you were traveling or yeah just, just when you're traveling um so with my young when I get, I've got it when I've got a puppy a young dog so getting them used to it every time I know they're going to go in a car I will give them digestive about an hour before they travel just oh, okay. to um, relax the stomach if um they are then starting to show signs of anxiety later on then I would be giving the skull cup and valerian but I'm pretty I mean I in my experience I think pretty much all puppies go through a bit of motion proper motion sickness yeah. it's often when they it doesn't get sorted out is when then they become anxious that they're going to be sick in the car so that's why they yeah. don't like the car so it can kind of spin between them Twins, so some, yeah some people say should I give both I was like if if you think yeah maybe you need skulker flown yeah. and digestive but generally with a youngster which you'll starting to get out about a few times a week and I would be giving them digestive just just that hour or so before and it just Perfect. It is quite a quick acting one, yeah. Those, you know, when you get gurgly, a dog with a gurgly tummy in the morning, yeah. or something yeah. like that, and you're like, what's that? What's that? Vum, what's that rumble in the room? Yeah, yeah. yeah Digestive is one of those. It's again, it's kind of to sit next to your tree barks powder for one-off occasions. So perfect. You, you do it in small sizes, so it's handy. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Um, just one last question. Um, again, kind of know the answer to this, but. Um, 
you where can you get your products we get them from either you directly or our if we're in a super emergency and we've run out we go to our local pet shop posh paws but um where else can we get them oh, that's a great question yeah so we um so obviously we're online or you can be us and we can send out directly in all orders before three o'clock go same day so we, we do turn things around quickly, but we have a great um, number of independent uh, pet shops and stockists, uh, pet shops and also hydrotherapy centres and doggy daycare centres um, like Posh Paws that you go to. So brilliant. There's so many wonderful pet shops now that are particularly like natural focused and um, provide brilliant information. And the nice thing is we do a little dual west training scheme for our stockists. So they all know, uh, you know, they know some about our um products so they can kind of amazing yeah and I just think at the moment it's really important to try and um support those independent um pet shops if you can especially the ones with bricks and mortar on the high street because it's not easy and you know it's expensive running a shop so um so independent pet shops we don't um sell to any of the um the large pet supermarket chains so you can't get them in there um independent um you can get them on on some online uh, retailers obviously which should really it's really really convenient at the moment and it's good that their options open definitely yeah if you want a bit more advice rather than just the product then i would recommend pet shop or bringing up um our team and they right. chat you through and they um love very helpful they're, they're all doggy lovers so they're all happy to sit and chat through any kind of um problems I know, I, I think I've chewed their ear off a few times about, <laughs> oh, I've got this and I need your help. And they're like, it's fine, don't worry, no problem. Oh, so they are super helpful. <laughs> um, well, that is absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much, Joe. Uh, I think it's, it, it may have hopefully enlightened people as to the benefits of herbal medicine and also... Um, kind of just everyday preventative herbs that you can use to keep your dogs happy and healthy so thank you so much well thank you very much for asking me it's been great lovely thank you thank you